leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel, in Mobile, Alabama. While Chris Koffler is in his comfy Tampa Bay home, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? How's things going out there? Good? Yeah, good, man. You know, meeting some people, you know, uh, definitely I'm the coolest person out here. That's 100%. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I didn't. I thought wrestling fans were nerds. Dude, these people, these these people with their media credentials, and I'm one of them, they have, but I'm not these people. They have their binders with every player's name on them, all with their color coded. This is defensive lineman's, you know, color coded in red. Offensive lineman's. It's like, dude, just watch the practice. What are we doing with these binders and these iPads and <laughs> what is going on? And, and 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 the Senior Bowl is a it's a not open event to the public. You can only go in if you have a credential. And the concessions are open. You can have hot dogs, cheeseburgers, whatever. You know, like a regular thing so i'm sitting there going man i'm thirsty so <laughs> i go to concession and i say i noticed you have beer back there can i can i buy one like am i allowed to she's like yeah so <laughs> i'm walking back to the seats you know the stands you know, to, to scout quote unquote scout everyone's looking at me and i hear he's got a he's got a beer uh, he's drinking <laughs> all right and it's like 11 11 45 and i'm like Sounds- yeah, I got a fucking beer, guys. And guess what? I'm going to get another one and two more after this because I'm watching football. <laughs> and it was just yeah. funny. And it was hilarious. Day two. Day two, the same thing happened. I got a beer as soon as I got there. Keep in mind, practice opens at, like, I think, 1030 in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy goes, I guess he's having beer for breakfast. And like, as I'm walking away, I just raise my beer. I go, cheers, brother. Like people are so uptight and they, anyway, this is not a football podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. And let me tell you, I subscribed to YouTube TV for a free trial just to watch dynamite last night in my Airbnb. And I saw that YouTube TV uh, commented on it too. Yep. I'm I'm not canceling it yet because I'm still here, but I'm going to cancel it as soon as I, before I go to bed tonight. So YouTube TV do not charge me that $67 a month. I used you and I, I used you, abused you, and you're out of my life. <laughs> there you go. Just to watch Dynamite. I like it. You're dedicated. Yeah, I had to. I can't do the show today. I'm like, well, uh, MJF beat CM Punk like I predicted, but I didn't watch it. No, I I did the I did my homework. Um, everyone's kind of surprised about that, but we can't get into that yet. We have the Royal Rumble that we have not talked about it yet. Yes, we got to get to that first. The Royal Rumble, or as I call it, the Royal Fumble. Oh. Because I feel like they really dropped the ball on that one. See, this is the first pay-per-view you've watched in a while, I think, for the E. And It is. I, you know, it's my favorite one of the year, so I figured I would give this one a try. The men's match was trash. 
It was straight up trash. It was uneventful. It was, I can't remember one good thing about it to be now that like, so it's been what a week and a half since. Mm-hmm. So I've had time to reflect on it and go, man, was it really that bad? It kind of, it went every way. I if you listened to our show last week, you don't need to watch the rumble. I predicted everything. You did. You nailed it with your predictions. It was just too obvious. And then I see people on Twitter, and I, I listen to Busted Open Radio, and they're like, "Oh my God, what are they going to do with Roman and this?" And I listen to the, you know, guys, it was fucking easy. This is why are we acting surprised? This was the this is the only way to do it. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the way they booked themselves. I could see that from what I've been reading after after the Rumble and everything, they really just didn't have an idea of what they were doing. They had to do it on the fly, and that was really the only option that was out there that they could go with. I mean, just a terrible decision all around. I said, I sat there and watched it. I said, I told you, I told everyone I was watching it with. All right, Roman's gonna win, or Roman's gonna retain, and then in the Brock Lesnar match. Roman's going to come out and make Lashley win or, you know, make Lesnar lose. Heyman's going to turn on him. And then Brock's going to go in at 30. Brock's going to win. Everything happened like that. And it's so sad that I could predict that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you nailed it. And that was the thing is, as I was sitting there watching it, you know, I watched the the opening match, watched the, the interference, watch everything. As I'm like going halfway through the rumble, I just sat there and thought to myself, I'm like, I already know what's going to happen because everything that Josh said was going to happen up until this point has happened. And it's setting up to be exactly as you said. And at that point, I was just like, well, I'm just watching to watch it now for, you know, to watch a couple legends come in. Maybe the traditional Kofi spot, you know, a couple other things. Oh, Kofi, fuck that up. But even that didn't happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Nothing went right. I hear. Leading up into the match, as is typical WWE fashion these days, they're making changes to the match, leading right up to the match, to the point where people that were going out were not really certain who they were supposed to be eliminating. They probably weren't sure of their spots. It's probably why it just was very lackluster. Like It just seemed very uneventful. It was just the same old, same thing. It's like someone comes out. After the music hits, they come running down, jump in the ring. They might hit a couple finishers on people or a, or a couple signature moves. Probably just about everybody in the ring. And then after they hit the last person, then the first person they hit gets up, punches them, knocks them out for a little bit. And then we just wash, rinse, and repeat and do it again for the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And it starts getting a little full. It's, all right, I'm just going to kind of toss you over. we got to make some room. When he get, no, let's keep going. When he gets full, that's when like Drew McIntyre or someone comes in and clears house of all the jobbers, and then he gets yeah. full again, and then Brock comes in and fill. You know, when it was Brock in the last final four, um, you know Brock and Drew McIntyre, and uh, I forgot the other two. Forgive Shane. me, Shane. <laughs> Shane, yeah, you're, you're sitting there going, "Well, this is fucking stupid." I'd much yep. rather see Brock come out in the middle of the rumble. Because when he comes out at 30, you just know. I mean, everyone knew anyway. But how, yeah, Shane has a chance to win. No. Um, no. Who was the other guy? I forgot. It was, forgive me. I don't remember. It was a week and a half ago. But I do know that it was Drew McIntyre. And they try to set that up. And that was like a 30-second thing. He just, Brock just threw him out. That was it. Like, that's yeah. how you finish it. Um, yeah. Whatever. 
Lesnar versus Reigns. Doesn't make sense. It does not make sense why the next night on Raw, Brock Lesnar came out and said, I'm finding Roman Reigns. That's my challenger. WrestleMania, me and Reigns. But yet, he's still added to the elimination chamber in Saudi in three weeks for the champ for the WWE championship with Bobby Lashley. So now, he announced, is that going to be, he's going to win it. Do you think he's going to win that? And it'll be a title unification. I, I think he's in there for one reason and one reason only to keep Bobby looking strong and he eliminates Bobby and the person that's going to win the title is going to beat Brock. And okay. my my prediction is uh, AJ Styles. I okay. think, and, and and that's a little spoiler for our top five, but AJ Styles, um, Riddle's not going to win it. Austin Theory's not going to win it. Lashley's not going to retain. He can't go into WrestleMania two years in a row retaining. The, it's just no two heels no. can't two heels can't go in. You need a baby. No, well AJ would be a heel. I think. I don't know. It's just a shit show. Brock shouldn't be in the Elimination Chamber. He won the Rumble. What's he doing in the Elimination Chamber? Yeah, he doesn't belong in there, for sure. Do you think it's going to go title versus title? I've just seen a couple rumors about that. If they were considering unifying the titles once and for all, which I would not be opposed to because, as we've talked about before, there's really no point in two top titles. And they really need to end this whole brand split thing. So maybe this is the beginning of the end of the brand split. That would be awesome. Well, if they if they do title for title, then what was the point of Bobby Lashley winning the title in the first place? Why couldn't None. They, there was no reason? There's zero there's reason. No reason. <laughs> there's no it, reason for half the things they do though yeah. now. So there's that. I don't know. It's just WrestleMania is shaping up to be some pretty, pretty, pretty shitty fights. Pretty Pretty bad. Um, yeah, another lackluster event. Yeah, can we can we pivot to the uh, women's rumble where Sasha stole the sh- she stole the show? Like that's what anyone is talking about. Seriously, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Sasha fan. That's what everyone is talking about. Sasha, Sailor Moon, and how awesome she looked for the first five minutes or six minutes she was in there. Yeah, you know, for once I have to uh, agree with you on that. That she was, she was essentially the highlight of the women's rumble other than Rhonda coming back. But that was one of the few, very few bright spots is her outfit. And I just was surprised that she was in so early and eliminated so early. I know I gave you grief about it online or on text. I don't remember, but I would have thought she would deserve better than that. That seemed like way too little. It didn't make sense to put her out there at one, have a little bit of, you know, momentum just for what? For Selena Vega? Selena Vega? Like, how does that add to any story? How does that propel anyone in the women's division? Doesn't It's not going to do anything for Selena at all. Zero. Uh, Sasha, it's not going to do anything for her. They're not going to feud. Now, is it setting up for maybe a women's title match at WrestleMania? Selena and Carmella versus Bailey and Sasha? Man, your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is better than mine. Who knows what they're going to do? Is it leading up? Maybe Bailey's not back. Maybe it's Bianca and Sasha versus Zelina Vega and Carmella for the championships. Because I don't think they're going to do anything with Bianca at, the, at Mania. I don't know. I don't know. 
Nobody knows. That's, it hasn't been decided yet. That'll get decided uh, the Friday before Mania. I do know. I do have my prediction, and I want to ask you first. So Ronda came out, like I said, like everyone said. Every, that wasn't even a great call. That was just a common sense call. Um, what do you think about who is she going to wrestle? Who is she going after? Because she said on Friday she's making her decision. Yeah, I mean, I isn't the feud there? For her to go against Becky, the feud is there. I, I feel like that's the match that people want to see with her. If she's coming back, that's what we want to see, right? You have to, you have to look at WWE. You have to look at the Fox Network. You have to look at USA Network. You have to look at Charlotte. You have to look at all of that. You have to, yeah. The story's there. It makes sense. I want Becky one on one. That's makes one thousand percent. But what does Fox want? Fox wants Ronda. What does Fox want? Fox wants Charlotte. Okay. Yep. Fox wants Charlotte versus Ronda. That's what it is. That's what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I can and, definitely see and it. I, and I, I've been reading reports where Charlotte's been begging for this WrestleMania moment with Ronda. She's been wanting it. She's been you know, campaigning for it. And it makes sense if Bianca is used to get revenge on Becky for that 30-second second loss over at SummerSlam. So we're looking at Becky versus Bianca for the title, and we're looking at um, Ronda versus Charlotte, which leaves Sasha out of Mania. Yeah, yet again, yeah, yet again, she's she, out. She's she's the odd one out. Well, she will be, and so will Bailey and Oscar and all these other people, Rhea Ripley, because mm-hmm. um, you know there's just no room for it. But no, I mean, do you think it's Charlotte? It has to be Charlotte. She eliminated Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the story is there for Becky. But I was going to say that, that I've kind of been reading a couple, some of the same things that it's looking like it could be Charlotte is going to be the one that's the pick. Yeah, it's just because of the Fox Network thing. They pay him all that money, and it's because it's Charlotte. It's, and plus, like I said, that's, that's the story. She eliminated her in the Rumble. That's the story. Now, I mean, if, if, it, if it wasn't going to go that way and Ronda was going to win... Maybe someone else, maybe Sasha eliminates Charlotte. Someone that's going to challenge her at Mania to propel that story. But they propelled the story with Ronda versus Charlotte. Yep. So, eh, who cares? Once again, WWE building stars with Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar. As their two that's it. Building stars, man, from the ground up. That's what they do. That's what they yeah. do. Um, anything else about the Rumble that stood out to you, bad or good? Um, I would like to say the... First match, what was that? The um, the opening match there. The shield. Help me out the here. shield match. Reigns. Yes. Reigns and yes. Rollins. Yeah, that was really good. That was the best match of the night. So the match, the match itself, I thought was really good. I liked all the, you know, what Seth Rollins had going on there, trying to play the mind games. I enjoyed all of that. The one thing I didn't like. For a while, I didn't like the finish. I didn't. I didn't think that was a good finish. But then, the more I thought about it, I thought maybe it wasn't necessarily the finish that I had a problem with. I think it was just the placement on the card for it to be that kind of a finish. Because I just feel like your opening match kind of needs to set the tone for the night. And I like to see a nice, clean, decisive win. Something exciting to get, you know. Get me excited for the pay-per-view. 
and that just wasn't it with the way that it ended. That would have been better, I don't know, somewhere in the middle or close to the end of the card, you know, if they weren't going to, um, you know, because they were going to do the men's rumble last. I just would have liked to see it play somewhere else in the card with that kind of a finish. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, like, because you... It just felt a little deflating. It defla- like, It did. It deflated the entire crowd. That crowd was dead after that because... It, the finish makes sense. I definitely get the finish. I hated it at first, but I get it. Um, it, it. You're right, the placement. If they would have started with the Women's Rumble and Sasha coming out and the way that ended, okay, that's awesome. Yep. It, but what else are you going to put there? Dewdrop versus Becky. Thankfully, I didn't see that match because my internet went out. That was awesome. <laughs> that was the best part of the Rumble. I didn't have to see those fucking idiots wrestle. Um, <laughs> who? I mean, what else are you going to put there? Brock and... Uh, no, because if refrain screws Brock early, then we would know it would be too obvious. So what? And I saw mm-hmm. another fuck finish. So what? What would you put there? The women's rumble is what I'd put there. Yeah, open up with the women's rumble match because we're all here to watch the Royal Rumble leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would have been happy with that. That would have been a great spot to put that match instead. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, that's pretty much everything I had to say about the Rumbles. Overall, pretty mediocre show. Nothing propelled. Nothing got better. Nothing nothing was like, oh, wow, I can't wait for Mania now. Nothing. Not one guy. Maybe Bad Bunny, honestly. <laughs> On, no, I'm not even kidding. Maybe Bad yeah. Bunny. Because he looked good in there. That was cool to see. Um, I hope he has a WrestleMania match, which I'm pretty sure he will. And, oh, I'm uh, sure he will. Yeah, so I want to see sure who he goes will. against. Him, him versus the Miz again. <laughs> Do it again. All right, let's maybe, go. Maybe maybe him and uh, Johnny Knoxville can team up against The Miz and uh, Sami Zayn. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be the best. Um, all right, let's go to AEW Dynamite where, you know, Chicago, they had a hot crowd. Uh, my friend yep. watched it. Jeremy, my friend Jeremy watched it, and he's, like, texting me throughout the show, like, wow, like, these guys are awesome. These guys are into it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you got to watch AEW nightly. He's like, dude, it's not, uh, not, oh, not like, weekly. I'm like, he's like, ah, I'll watch it once in a while, like, he saw me post a CM Punk and MJF, you know, poster. That's what got mm-hmm. him to watch. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, walk me through this Brian Danielson and Moxley thing because at the time, people were talking and the TV was a little bit too low, and I didn't hear exactly what Danielson was saying to Moxley. Um, so, in a nutshell. It sounded at first like he was going to propose that they fight each other. And the crowd was getting pretty excited for that. And that's the way I thought it was going, too. And then after talking for a little bit, kind of dancing around it, he changed it and said, you know, what if we were to team up together? What if take someone like, who's he talking about? Daniel Garcia from 2.0 and put him with us. That's a lot more exciting. Take this person out of that. Like he was basically saying some of these the weak lower links. card stables. Why don't we, why don't we form our own? Basically that's what he's saying. Let's form our own stable, me, you, and then let's go pick off some of these 
younger talents that have potential but are kind of stuck in a a faction that doesn't really matter is basically what he was getting at. Gosh. Hey, what if me and you teamed up and started training these people and we made our own team together? What do you think about that? And then Moxley, you know, Moxley's kind of always had that lone wolf type persona gimmick. And so he, he wasn't saying no to it, but he wasn't necessarily saying yes. He was just kind of like looking at him like you could see him thinking in his head, should I do this? Hmm, he's kind of making some good points, but you know me, I also like to be on my own, do my own thing. You know, I'm not really one for teaming up too much other than his little friendship with Eddie Kingston there. So that's kind of where they were going with that, which was kind of surprising because I didn't see that coming. And I kind of appreciated that because, you know, there's been a lot of stuff in AEW that's been predictable, but good predictable stuff that we want to see, you know, as far as who's champion next, where the next story is going. This one definitely caught me off guard because I did not see that coming. That'd be cool um, if they all came out and vest and walk through the crowd and they triple powerbomb people and then they fist bumped <laughs> at the end. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> what do you mean Moxie's a lone wolf? He was part of the Shield, one of the greatest factions of all time. Um, that'd be pretty cool to see a heel faction with those two and then it leads to a match, obviously, somewhere down the road. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that's kind of... I, I don't know. I saw Moxley's face. It was hard to hear out what was going on. I think that would be cool. I just don't know how long it would last. I don't yeah. know if that's a short-term gimmick that they tag and, and someone turns on somebody real quick and then they have a match of revolution. It's just not enough time to build that, I don't think. Maybe they no, don't. No, I, th- I don't think they would do it that quick. There's no way. They don't do that. They don't typically do that short-term storytelling, especially with stars as big as that. It'd be cool They're though. Biggest mocks and and if they, Brian Danielson. If they ran through the division, they won the tag team titles, and like they were just beating people up left and right. Daniel Brian Danielson gets the uh, TNT title. Um, Mox gets the World Heavyweight Championship again. They have all the fucking titles. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I'd be interested to see where it goes. I'd definitely be willing to give it a shot and see what they do with it. Yeah, that was cool. So then another thing that happened on Dynamite that I did like. Jericho calling out his uh his buddies. There's a mm-hmm. there's a uh, a reunion of some sort of the inner circle next week. Can't wait to see that. Um, everyone rolls their eyes. I've, no one's excited for this. <laughs> no one's excited for this. No, it reminds me because if you remember early on in the, in the inner circle days, they were winning. They were going through everyone, and then they started. I feel like losing or kind of backpedaling a little bit, and they had to have like a team meeting thing. Like I feel like this is them kind of doing that again you know yeah they had a, a town circle or something like not town circle. yeah whatever that was yeah town you know meeting. what i'm talking about yeah, town yeah, meeting yeah. town hall meeting or whatever the heck they wanted to call yeah. it yeah but that one was just, just them getting back on the same page maybe this one is going to be them splitting further apart i hope like sammy's like where the hell were you guys at in my ladder match i got this little <laughs> fuego del sol guy helping me out this little tiny guy can't do anything <laughs> like Hager's is like I don't know where I've been I don't know you know <laughs> yeah he's just completely disappeared yeah he's just gone um oh Page Van Sant yeah I forgot about that um damn I'm all over the place tonight but yeah was that before the app ah, doesn't matter um I didn't see that either I saw Brandy Rhodes was in the ring and I didn't know what she was saying at all because people were t- like people oh, man. stopped talking around after that, like when Page Van Sant came out, that's when everything, mm-hmm. like, that's when everyone shut the fuck up and I could hear it. 
Um, so what's that? Are they going to wrestle? Say that again? Are they going to wrestle Paige Van Sant and um, Brandy Maybe. Rhodes? They were kind of alluding to that. It's just funny. Of course, well, the East Chicago crowd was not letting Brandy talk, which was awesome. Yeah, she's the worst. She's the fucking worst. Um, yep. I do love, though, I tweeted out, though, too. WWE, they have Ronda. AEW, they raise you with Paige Van Sant, the ultimate loser, <laughs> but she's pretty cute. Like, that's all yep. she has going for her. She sucks. Oh. Yeah, they didn't book her to look very good her first time around. So, I don't know. Let's see if the second time around. Did they book her a little stronger? I don't know. Because, I mean, American Top Team was always going to be booked to lose. We knew that. So, they were all going to be booked to look like clowns. Yeah. So, I wonder if um, this match does happen at Revolution. Oh, God, I hope not. That seems miserable. Um uh, it could be. I feel like they might be setting up. We're in February now, and that's in March. That might be exactly where that's headed. Yeah, that'd be miserable. Maybe, maybe it could be like one of those cases though, where they're they're heading that direction. They're going to kind of test the temperature of the water, and then they're going to realize people aren't going to want to see that, and then they're just going to do it on the dynamite the week before, and then get it over with. That see, they do that a lot. Tony Khan does that a lot, and I love that. Um, yeah, he'll call an audible when he sees it's not working out the way he wants. And he also knows when to pull the trigger. Like, WWE would never give away CM Punk and MJF on live TV. They wouldn't do it. Um, no. They wouldn't do that. And if they did, it'd be a tag team match, and then one would get in the ring, and would, CM Punk would, like, tag with whoever. Um, let's say it's, like, MJF and Wardlow versus CM Punk versus fucking Eddie Kingston. I don't know. And CM mm-hmm. Punk would be in the ring. Come on. Come on, Wardlow. And, and MJF wouldn't tag in. And then, you know, then Wardlow would beat him up a little bit, and then MJF would tag him in, and it would just be the same old bullshit, but we actually had a one-on-one match. MJF beat this man twice in one night. I can't, I hope he uses that as a gimmick to get more heat, because he beat him twice in one night, and it was fucking, he he made him submit, and he pinned him. Yep. Yeah, I could definitely see him tying that into a gimmick. Maybe getting a little shirt made or something, you know, or he's always going to bring it up. I already see him bringing it up on social media he, quite a few times. He so. put CM Punk to sleep. Yep. Like, that's the best part. Um, major heat. And I'm, I'm glad that they, you know, because typically we've always noted AEW is when you're in your hometown, you typically win, which was the complete opposite of WWE. They always make you look like a bum in your hometown. This is one of those times where they made – CM Punk losing his hometown, but it was definitely, definitely the right decision. Did you ever have any, any like, like oh, yeah, he's going to lose. Like, MJF's going to lose. Did you ever think about that at all? No, not for a second. I thought for sure this is going to be CM Punk's first loss. Yeah. Because CM Punk didn't really have much to gain, I felt like, by winning that match. Like, sure, his undefeated streak would keep going, but like, what are they going to use it for? With where he's at in his career, he doesn't need a long, lengthy, undefeated streak. He doesn't need that. You know who benefits a lot more? MJF does. As him being, as we've all called, you know, one of the pillars, he needs some big wins because he's had some some key losses, losing his AEW championship match. Um, I forget who else he lost to. He's got a couple losses on his record. Not much, but this is one. It was definitely the right decision to give him the win to really help Continue to elevate him. MJF, I think he's lost to that one dude, um, the captain, early in the year. Remember? His first loss of the to year. Who? The captain guy, MJF. Um, 
He's the first when CM Punk came out there and got him disqualified. Oh, yeah. That counts. I don't, I don't really. That counts. It does, though. but I mean, I'm not really counting that as a, a loss. I, loss, I think he, know, took a, he took a pin to, um, at, um, who was he wrestling for the world championship that he lost? I don't remember if it was Moxley or, man, I can't remember right now off the top of my head. It had to be Moxley. So he lost to Moxley. Did he lose to Jericho once? Um, I I don't remember. I don't remember if it was to him or maybe to did he lose to Cody in the beginning? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Either way, he doesn't lose much. Um, and CM Punk never loses. But I've come to the terms that CM Punk's never going to win the title because he doesn't need it or probably doesn't want it. And MJF's going to win that title, and he needs these wins. He needs yeah. to look good. He went over against two legends, back to back feuds. Um, you know, uh, Jericho and. CM Punk. So that's looking like they love MJF and I love MJF. Like I'm watching it with a bunch of people that don't watch wrestling and they're like, he's a dick. I'm like, that's the point. Thank you. That's the point. Yeah. He's selling it. Well, can you imagine when he does get the title, how arrogant he's going to be? It's going to be great. It's going to be a really good title run. I think I love, I told you he's going to go over with, you know, cheating. And he, I love that he cheated with the string, which didn't make sense because, he wasn't using it anymore after he put him in the headlock. And um, and then he uh, cheated with the ring. But I'll tell you this. My biggest pet peeve in wrestling. I don't know if we've done our top five biggest pet peeves in wrestling. But this will be my number one. When the once every six months, the ref changes the decision and restarts the match. Because there was evidence of cheating. Okay. So for now on, are we just going to watch the tape every time a heel cheats and reverse it? <laughs> It's the worst. I, I wish they didn't do that. They're they're going to bring in the challenges. Each wrestler gets a challenge flag. I just I honestly wish they didn't do that. I I just on like I think when CM Punk won with that the first time, I'm like, well, what's going to happen? You know what what? Because there's no way. There's still like what I think there was a good 20, 20 minutes. Twenty left minutes. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't over. Yeah. So I knew that, but I'm like, so I'm like, what could happen? What what can and then obviously he celebrates and he sees it, whatever. And I'm like, oh, he's going to restart the match. And he restarts the match. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, did they restart the match when, when he cheated with the ring? No. It was over. No, but that's because there was no evidence of it. Watch the tape. No, but they didn't watch tape. He saw the evidence laying in the middle of the ring. No, that's but it caused him. Someone could have threw that in the ring. Like, you're a referee. You can't make that judgment. You can't make that judgment. You just know that it's there. Like when there's been many matches where somebody hits them with the belt, the belt goes on the ground, there's covering them, one, two, three. The referee doesn't look at the belt and go, what's the belt doing there? No, he counts one, two, three. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying, though. There's definitely some inconsistency there. We didn't need the false finish, the false cover, the false whatever you want to call it, if MJF was going over anyway. We didn't need that. Yeah. Either I don't know. Maybe it was just to. It, maybe it's because it's going to tie into his gimmick, though, where he's going to keep bringing it up that he beat him twice in one night. Yeah, the only way. Yeah, the only way it would work out is if he keeps on bringing up I beat CM Punk twice in one night. That's the only way it would benefit this story in this in his character. Do we see a round two, or do they move on? Um, I think they're going to move on. I think they should move on. I mean, do you want to keep saying this over and over? No, we need to move on. We need um, him to go to Paige, and we need CM Punk to go to Brian Danielson. Or not Brian, Cody. That's what we need. Yep. 
So it's going to be Cody and CM Punk. No, Cody and Brandy Rhodes versus CM Punk and Vidge Van Sant. <laughs> they're just going to copy WWE with these stupid mixed tag team matches. Mixed tag match. Yeah. Coming is, right up. Is there anything else on this AEW show that you really liked? Uh, Malachi Black spitting in someone's face. We had... Yeah, I enjoyed that match. It was a good match, but I mean, not a ton to say about it. Just your typical good AEW match. We had Moxley versus some bum. They had to replace some other bum because he said something bad back in 2012. Um, I don't even know that story. I was honestly this week with my stories, like you're going to bring up the Shane McMahon one right now. I've been mm-hmm. so busy with the senior bowl and like watching tape and doing all. I, I have no idea the rumors. And you know what? I kind of like it. Like I was thinking about it. If we watch the rumble this year's rumble without the internet, wouldn't we think it was pretty good? No, I would not. <laughs> like uh, I would not. I'm sorry. I, I really, that's like my favorite match. And as hard as I am on WWE, usually the rumble can get a little bit of a free pass for me on a normal year. But like, I was just watching it and it seemed so much like a chore than enjoyment. Like a typical rumble would be like even the rumble from a few years ago. I don't remember which year it was. It had great storytelling within the match. Like everybody that was who they were eliminating, it all made sense. Like almost the entire way through. And this one just completely lacked well, anything like that. Yeah. And and that has to do with what we like what you just brought up that we were going to talk about next. And that's all these rumors that are now flying around about Shane McMahon having a heavy hand in the rumble for whatever reason. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania last year. Now all of a sudden he's got a heavy hand in the rumble planning. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One night, one goal. Stop suicide. Register today for the overnight and join thousands in Washington, D.C. on June 3rd as we walk 16 miles from dusk till dawn to stop suicide. Start your journey today at theovernight.org. And he was switching things up. It sounds like he was throwing some of the writers under the bus trying to book himself to look strong instead of some of the talent that they have there. It was just wild. And, and just to hear all these things coming out now. And then the biggest shocker, I didn't believe it when I first saw it is typically on all the wrestling pages that I follow. When one posts something, they all follow suit right after within like 30 minutes. And for the longest time, I only saw like one page even reporting it where it said that WWE has released Shane McMahon, after all these years, and now Shane McMahon is released. You know, it's, wild. it's weird that why is he booking himself to win? Why is he like, I never thought when he was doing the best in the world gimmick, I didn't think that was him. I'm like, well, maybe that's what they want him to do. But why would he want that? Because he's not a real wrestler. He's a stuntman and he's a good character. Um, when he came out in the Rumble, I was like, this is bullshit. Why is he here? Why is he yep. here? I did not like that at all. And then the, he eliminates Kevin Owens like he's nobody. Huh? We saw this feud already. We saw this. We don't need to see it again. Um, no. 
And then he gets fired. So Kevin Owens, the guy you just re-signed, the guy you yep. are putting in the main, not in the main event, but he was just in your last pay-per-views main event, is being eliminated by someone you just fired. What does that tell you? What does WWE really think about Kevin Owens? Yeah, which is shocking because he's shown that he could be a top guy if he, if they would just give him the time of day. But clearly they don't see that. It probably has to do with he doesn't have the look. You know, he does not cut lean, muscly, and extra sweaty. There you go. So he's not getting his fair shake. But yeah, so I mean, just wild to think that just like that, Shane is done. So legitimately, if your name's not Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar... Probably Becky Lynch or Ronda Rousey, then maybe Charlotte. Then you're not safe. Anybody is cuttable at this point. Anybody. Yep. Anybody. Anybody. Um, do you have and anything? That, that really showed that right there. If Shane's cuttable, his own son, you're all cuttable. <laughs> yep. Yep. So our top five list this week. If you're ready to get into it, we're at the 35 minute. Oh, got hit. We're at the 35 minute mark. It's um, top five wrestlers. You want to see get pushed right now. Like right now, like today. Yep, that you would give a push to if you were in charge of booking now. And, what's of wrestling promotions? I didn't ask you this because you know I don't want to. You always ask me if ever when I come up with a topic, you're like, well, "What about this? What about that?" I'm like, "I'm not going to ask Chris. I'm just going to put my top five guys." So, what's your definition of a, of a push? Like, what is a push? Isn't that the same thing as getting a title? Not necessarily. It doesn't have to mean that it's going to result in a title, not at least right now. Because like you were just talking about, CM Punk, he could be a big deal without a title. So it's just someone that maybe is stuck lower down the card and you want to see them start to move up the card. You want to see them get more TV time. You want to see them become more relevant within the promotion. Okay. All right. Then now, okay, my list is pretty good then because... I thought, like, we just did top five guys that we want to see win a title. Now, this, yeah. to me, is, like, almost the same thing. But I did none of my – not none of my guys, but most of my guys are like, oh, I don't need them to win a title. I just like to see them do more. Exactly. That's kind of what it is. Kind of like guys that you want to – or guys, women, tag teams, whatever, that you want to see get more time than what they're getting or move further up the card than where they're currently at. Perfect. Whether that ends in a title or not right now, um, you know, that, that part is irrelevant. Yeah, it's similar, but it's not quite the same as our topic from a couple of weeks ago. Perfect. You ready to go? Who's number one? I'm, Who's going I'm first? I'm ready to go. Um, I'll let you go first. Go ahead. All right. Mine's in the WWE. Um, and this is a little bit of prediction, a little callback. I want AJ Styles to get that push. That one last, that one last hurrah of this is it. I'm going into Mania season as a champion. Let, let him walk out of the of the Elimination Chamber as champion and let him headline WrestleMania with Edge for the title. That's what everyone wants. That's what I want. That's what the fans want. I'm sure that's what you would want. Um, Edge really has no story going on right now. Um, a babyface Edge. Now, this is a feud, but it's a small push for AJ, right? So what happens is he wins the Rumble, or he wins the Chamber champion. Edge has nothing to do. AJ Styles needs a fresh competitor for WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley's had all these chances. Everyone else had all these chances. Edge, it's his turn for the WWE title against AJ Styles, a dream match, and let AJ win. AJ needs to beat Edge. Edge does not need to be winning any titles. 
at WrestleMania. Nope. This is AJ Styles. Now, I don't know. That's how much of a, of a bad mind or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if AJ Styles has ever been champion in going into WrestleMania or he's never won one at WrestleMania. What a great moment for him to actually, you know, have that WrestleMania moment and that push as a legit WWE superstar Hall of Famer. Yeah, I would definitely, like you said, I would definitely be up for that. I'm a huge AJ Styles fan. And I would love to see him get a final push. Like you said, one last time before he goes out, whether it's it's time for him to, you know, leave wrestling altogether in the coming years, or if he just leaves WWE, I'd like to see him get one last real big push. And what better time to do it than right now with WrestleMania season coming right around the corner. Boom. What's your number five, Chris? Stone Cold. Stone, did you say Stone Cold? The Rock. Or uh, the the third Uso in NXT 2.0 who now paints so, his face. So real quick. So AJ Styles had a title reign of 371 days, which means he had to have had it at Mania. There you go. I didn't know that. But I'd like to see it one more time. Win it at Mania. I don't know. I don't remember where he won it. God, who, he do you, who do you wrestle at Mania as champion? I got to look that up. That's, yeah. a, that's bad me. We'll have to see. Um, all right. So. My number five is not in AEW, which may come as a shock to you, right? Yeah. It's not an AEW guy. So it's a WWE guy, right? No, you're going to do something stupid like ROH. It is not a WWE guy. It is not an Impact guy. It's not an ROH guy. It is a free agent. And I'm talking about Keith Lee. Wherever he goes next... Immediately push him, push him, you know, push him to the moon, push him to the top, because I feel like we were all left with wanting so much more from him in WWE. We felt like, you know, his time got cut way shorter than we would have liked. I I wish I could say than than we expected, but we kind of were all worried about that when he got moved up to the main roster. But I'm thinking wherever he goes, whether it's an AEW, whether it's an Impact, whether it's Ring of Honor, bring him in and push him right away. Let him kind of pick up where he left off with uh, the, all the momentum that he had right before he kind of uh, left WWE and got cut. That's my number five. Boom, number five. My number four is another WWE guy. Gosh, I'm just stuck in this WWE world. And uh, this one is manifesting out of use him. What are you doing? Um, WWE, Dominic Mysterio. There's a built-in storyline there. Built-in already. Literally built-in. He needs to fight his dad. They need to wrestle. Then he needs to turn heel. Um, this, he has this potential, but he's, not, he's being capped with his dad. Which is probably what they want to do. Like, hey, father, son, tag team. Like, this is cool. I go to work with my dad every day. But they're not using him. They're not. He's been a loser ever since. He had a one feud with, with uh, Seth Rollins that lasted a year. Ever since then, he hasn't won a match. He's a loser. And they're, yeah. they're wasting him. His name, Mysterio alone, you should put him at the top, not the top of the card, but in relevant, you know, matches with relevant feuds. He doesn't have a feud. He hasn't had a feud since Seth Rollins. His feud is whatever his dad and him are going to wrestle. 
Oh, we're wrestling Otis and uh, Chad Gable tonight. Oh, we're wrestling primetime players tonight. Oh, but there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no substance to him. And I feel like they're wasting an opportunity at this time in his career where look at his age. He's so young. And look at other people's age, whether it be MJF or Jungle Boy, who are super, super relevant. Well, Dominic Mysterio is being held back because cause what? Because why? Use him. Use, use him as a heel. Mysterio's never been a heel. This kid could be a heel, cocky Mysterio. I don't need my dad. I don't need this. I don't need a mask. I don't hide behind a mask. Yada, yada, yada. And have him beat down the mid card. Yeah. Be the, the rebellious son, giving his uh, father some attitude. And yeah, I feel like, like you were mentioning, it's they came in, they were making a big deal about him because he was a Mysterio and the fact that we all saw him as a kid and now he's all grown up. And I thought they were going to have something for him. And for a minute it did, but it was one of those start stop pushes. They started pushing him and they just stopped. So he's definitely someone that would be worthy of a legitimate push. And it's not even, and it's a young face that maybe people could get excited about. And his push doesn't have to do with any kind of titles. Just put them in matches against, and then have reason like real feuds. Yeah. Like how cool would it be if like legends, not like legends, legends, but like, you know, you, you beat the shit out of your dad and now he's in the hospital and like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Like, I don't know who would do Like, I don't know what legends are friends with Rey Mysterio, but That'd be pretty cool, like a good storyline. Like, I'm going to get revenge on for your dad. You're a piece of shit so, kid. So what is it? He goes and uh, beats up his dad and beats up all of his dad's friends? Yes, that'd be so much cool. Like, <laughs> to me, that's cool. I don't know. <laughs> something? I yes. don't know. Something. Get him something to do. Something relevant to do, for sure. All right, my number four. This is my one carryover from two weeks ago, because, again, I'm just – I really want to see this happen. So for my number four, for who to give a push, whether they get a title or don't, I still really, really, really want to see Santana Ortiz get used as a tag team by themselves. I'm glad that it keeps hinting at the fact that this might be happening finally. Um, I even think that they could go through without the titles for a while, if, if that's the way it is. Like if they've got other plans for the title, so be it. But man, I just feel like, I feel like the crowd would really be behind them getting a nice big push being in matches a lot more again and giving them chance, giving them a chance to just really showcase everything that they can do. I know when they first showed up in AEW, we were kind of scratching our heads. Like who are these guys? But in those moments when they're not fighting Jericho's battles for him and they're getting a chance to shine the couple of times they have, I think there's a lot there. And I think if they just got that proper push, everybody would really see just how awesome of a tag team they can be. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I knew, I knew you were going to put them on the list because you said tag teams, tag teams count as one. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. I know this tag team <laughs> you is. Knew they had to be on there. They had to be on there. They were my one for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't hate that at all. Are we on my number three? We're on your number three. I'm going to the women's side, going to the women's side. Um, okay. You know, I don't. I don't think that uh, Sasha's getting the deserve the, the the everything. No, Sasha definitely is already pushed. Um, I'm gonna go on the AEW side though. I'm gonna say she's getting a small push. She really is, but I want to see Chris Statlander a little bit more, a little bit more. I think she can do a lot in the mid card TBS division, 
And they're kind of writing her off, and they're using Layla Hurst, and they're using, you know, um, Nyla Rose still, which I don't know why she still has a contract. I don't know why she's beating Ruby Soho clean in the middle of the ring on Dynamite. That was fucking idiotic. Um, anyway, I just think that Chris Atlander could add to this division. She's getting better. I didn't like her gimmick at first. I think it was stupid. I thought the mm-hmm. alien, but she's kind of like gone away from that, where she's not as cartoonish as she was. And she's more of a real, like, real person instead of a fucking, I'm an alien, boop, you know. Um, Yeah, she's got that sprinkled in, but it's not the centerpiece of her gimmick And and it was, and it sucked. But now I see through that, and she's a really good wrestler. I think she has really good talents. Um, And just push her. Like, I'm sick of seeing Nala Rose every week. Um, Chris Statlander is big, as in, like, she's thick. And she's bigger than most girls. You know who she reminds me of? Who? I feel like she's just because of like her size and strength. She's like the female version version of Cesaro to me. Okay, that's cool. Can you I, see that there? Yeah, like I do. A, she's got the big, tall, like really strong, you know, a, a real strong build there, and someone who can do probably do some stuff that not uh, some of the most of the other wrestlers can do. You know, it's just crazy that they have a monster, and she could be that monster. She could be that mm-hmm. tough. Like she, not all monsters need to be big fat with people. You know what I mean? Like Nyla, Nyla Rose or you know Nia Jax or Tamina. Like some monsters can be Chris Statlander. Yeah, that would work out really well. And I wish they would push her as a, as a prominent so, woman in the division. So I almost put Chris Statlander on my list. The only reason why she didn't make my list is because I struggled to see. What matchups? Do you have any any thoughts on like what matchups that you would use right now to build her up? Because I feel like you talked about in the TBS title division, but Jade just got that, so if she goes after that title, she's going to lose again. I don't want to see her keep losing titles right now. It's is and it, I don't know that she's the one to take it off Britt Baker either. So I'm worried. No, where do you put her at? We're not talking about titles here. We're talking about pushes. And it's built. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So who are you going to put her up against? Britt Baker, because of this whole bolt, like the whole Adam Cole thing happened. um, And they had where, you know, Orange Cassidy put Britt Baker through a table. Um, I don't know if Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander are a thing. I don't know if they're dating. I see it on being the elite. They're always together. Um, And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't don't know, but it could have been an easy solution. Like, oh yeah, Adam Cole and, and, and this guy are fighting Orange Cassidy. Well, Britt has a beef with Statlander. Put her in a little program. It didn't have okay. to be. It didn't have to be for. The, she's not going to win the title. It's just let her have her little program. Let it end before Revolution or whatever, and that's it. Let it be done. Let her have a little push. Let her have a little moment in the main event title. Okay, run like that's it. Like put her somewhere. Let let's see what she can do. Showcase her. Give her give her some spotlight. Even if maybe it was a non-title match. Yeah. Well, no. It could be. It has to be a title match because AEW doesn't do shit like that. But let's yeah. see what the crowd the crowd reacts. Because Britt is super over, even as a heel. Let's see mm-hmm. how they. All I want from that is reaction, like okay, like so. For example, when I'm watching the Senior Bowl today, or whatever the tape, I don't give a like. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to see the receivers make separation get open. The end of the, end of the catch doesn't matter to me. The quarterback could overthrow him for all I care. Did the receiver get open? So, okay, same mm-hmm. thing. Chris Statlander, I don't care if she wins the match. Did she get over? Did she get a reaction? Let's, okay. see, let's see where we're at with Chris Statlander. Okay. Well, I'm definitely on board with the Chris Statlander push. For sure. All right, so on to my number three. My number three, I actually didn't realize it until later, but I actually stole off your list from two weeks ago. And uh, that's... <laughs> this is the last one, though, I promise. It's uh, John Silver. I really want to see him get a big push. Separate from the Dark Order, though. Like, I feel like the Dark Order's kind of run its course, maybe. I don't know if they're just keeping him in the back burner for now, bring him back later, but I would just like to see him go by himself, title or not, and just get a lot of airtime because I feel like he was super over with the crowd and then unfortunately got hurt. And then by the time he got better, the Dark Order was kind of on the decline and and losing all of their TV time. So I would just like to see him, just as a super charismatic face, get a push around the mid card, which is where he should be at, and and just kind of tear his way through some people. Just put on some fun, exciting matches. Yep, I definitely agree. Like fun matches that the the crowd will definitely get behind John Silver. It's not it's not rocket science. That's a really good one. I mean, it's like someone had that on their list two weeks ago. <laughs> All right, my number two. My number two. Now, I'm flip flop. I'm flip flopping my one and two a lot. I didn't know like which one I want to have the bigger push, but I'm sticking with AEW, and I think this one was even on my list two weeks ago. But it's Andrade. El Idigolo, or whatever the fuck his name is. El Idolo. El Idolo. I want Andrade to wrestle again. Now, I saw him backstage on Dynamite. I didn't know what the fuck he said because people were talking too loud. But I don't care about HFO. I want to see you wrestle, and I want to see you kick people in the face. That's what you're best at. Why aren't you in the, the TNT title picture? Why aren't you fighting Sammy Guevara? Why aren't you doing anything? You're doing nothing. It makes it drives me insane that they made a big deal about signing him. They gave him two different managers already, Chavo and then this new guy, and they've done nothing with him. Yeah, it's super disappointing. I was thinking about that a little bit last night during the episode. I'm like, this is what he's been relegated to is his team doesn't even, if you notice, his team doesn't even get a locker room. They have to meet in the stairs every week. That's their <laughs> meeting spot. It's in the staircase. <laughs> yes. Like, remember Inner Circle? They used to get, in Pinnacle, they used to get nice outfitted locker rooms, TVs, refrigerators, nice couch. And then this this jobber team here is just relegated to go stand in the stairwell. <laughs> yes. You can shut the door. That can be your office. We're going to shut film, the door to the stairwell. We're going to film, we're gonna you film next to the stairs. <laughs> That's so that's stupid. Because that, that's not the first time they've done that. And, yeah, it is disappointing. Um, and you didn't really miss much. All he was talking about was recruiting Darby. 
And then he was just telling Matt that, oh, he wants more money. It's all about the money. So that it was very irrelevant. You missed absolutely nothing. With so that. we're but looking yeah, at he's a... somebody I want to see him in the ring. Stop putting him in these little backstage pointless segments with the HFO. Put him in the ring. So we're looking at a Darby Allen versus Andrade match coming up soon. Maybe that's Who all. Knows? That's all I see because last time someone tried to recruit Darby Allen, it was Team Taz, and Darby Allen had to fight every single one of them. Yep. So I guess we're looking at a Darby Allen versus Andrade match, which I'm not going to be opposed to because all you idiots think Darby Allen's a good wrestler. So then he'll get eyes on Andrade and he'll go, he'll shine way better than Darby Allen yeah. will ever shine in his whole life. So <laughs> I mean, that's just facts. I mean, just whatever. Yep. All right. Andrade was my number two. And I, he, was yeah. my, he was my number one for a while, but I just, was he? yeah, because I just think he's so talented and so wasted. Yep. So I was, I was in the same boat as you. I was kind of flipping back and forth between my number two and number one. But I'm just going to leave them the way they are. They easily both could be number one. So number two that I have written down on my list here in front of me, Miro. I want to see Miro get a big push. I don't know where he's at right now. I think we were finally getting, you know, he came in with that stupid, goofy video game gimmick that we all hated. And then he finally shook free of that. He was getting this monster run. He looked like a huge deal. He, I felt like he really elevated the TNT title. And he was doing great. We were seeing him on TV every week. And then he won the title, defended it a few times. And then after he lost it, he did a couple of those promos where he was just kind of in his own head, struggling with everything. He was going to come back bigger and stronger. And then I was like ready for him to like come busting out any week and, and start just tearing through people even worse than he did the first time around there. And then it's just kind of like he's disappeared. Like, where did he go? Put him back on TV. Give us the Miro that we want. We want Miro day and we want it now. No, definitely agree. I mean, he was on my list for a little bit, but I'm like, he already had his massive push already. He will get more pushes. So I'm not really worried about it. It's going to happen. Miro. Has- I just feel like, it, it left us wanting more. Like, it wasn't a long enough push that I would have liked to have seen for him. Even if he lost the title, use that. Keep him going. Well, I think Keep he, him motivated and on did, TV. Didn't he get hurt or something? I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm ready for him to come back and get a massive push and maybe start sniffing around the main title picture. Even if he doesn't win it for a while, at least kind of get with those guys. Start putting him in matches with some of the top guys in the company. Week in and week out, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Um, good. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I thought, like I said, he was on my list. Mine, you might have a problem with, and I'm okay with that. And a lot of people might have a problem with it. But my guy is a main event player. He actually was just wrestling for the WWE title. I want Seth Rollins to get a push, and a push to the moon. Not just, oh, yeah, he's fighting for the title. I want, because how long has it been since Seth has had a title? I want... It's been forever. Yes. He was the Messiah for a while, feuding with the Mysterios forever, feuding with Kevin Owens two WrestleManias ago. So he went from WrestleMania to Kev- with Kevin Owens. He went WrestleMania with, uh, what, the Mysterios or something? Fucking idiots. And then now he's just a laughing, like, his gimmick as he laughs. No, I want... Burn it down, sadistic, the architect, Seth Rollins, like we had before as champion, 
with his little scumbag security. It doesn't have to be the same storyline. I get that. But when he's on top and then he is the main player, Raw or SmackDown or wherever show he's on is just a better show because of it. And I, I hate that he's he's not he's in purgatory of mid card and main event status. Where he's right in the middle. Where he's not gonna win the big matches. He's not gonna go over, but he's always there. And it's super annoying. Make like just give him the title again and let him do his thing. Because that was magic. Yeah, I I would not be mad about that. I would actually quite enjoy that. I was when I first started picking up wrestling again, what was it, in 2015, 2016, I didn't like him. But then again, that was because he was the heel that hid behind two little small guys. And I couldn't stand that. <laughs> but then after a while of watching him, and one, especially once he shed J&J security, man, he really grew on me quick. And, yeah, I definitely think he is worthy of being the face of the company, put a title on him send him to the moon and and let him do his thing like you said because he is really good and i think a fan favorite i think a lot of people would share that sentiment though like it's just they would like to see him at the top of the card it's hard to say that he's not getting a push since he wrestled edge you know and had that big story with edge and now we wrestle for the wwe or the universal title um and he had a good story there he has good that's the thing made him put him in the main event status make him the focal point of the show and he will give you amazing stories every week Yep. I think that's a good pick. I can get behind that. All right. For my number one person that I would give a push to right now, if I was in charge of booking, I'm pretty sure he is finally back from his injury. I believe he has a match tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm talking about Ricky Starks. I would love to see him really get some airtime. And I think the only reason he hasn't was because of his injury, but I don't know what it is about him. When I watch him, the way he was carrying himself, uh, watching, there was some small special or documentary or whatever it was about AEW and at right after he got hurt. And you could tell, like he was really upset. Like this was his time to shine. How is he going to stay relevant? Are the fans going to forget him? So, like, you could tell he's not there to pick up a paycheck. He really wants his bad. And so I want that for him. I want to see him finally get his chance to shine. And I think for a while, you know, you had Brian Cage was kind of the focal point of Team Taz. But obviously, it seems he's on his way out. It feels like Ricky Starks could be the next guy. I could see him as somebody that would be a great person. Get him, get the TNT title on him for a while, give him a microphone, and just step back and let him do his thing. So yeah. I would, I would love to see him get a push, and I, I hope that that's starting tomorrow. Like I said, I'm pretty sure he's fighting tomorrow. Jay Lethal tomorrow, Rampage. Yes, the FTW title. So yeah, let's not just give him the FTW title. I want him to have an actual official sanctioned TNT title. And let's start letting him do his thing, get him on TV weekly and, you know, give him his own storyline, put him with some good wrestlers and let's see what he can do. Just like you said with Chris Statlander, let's see if he can get the reaction. Perfect. Yes, I agree. That's, that's all this is, is the push. People forget the sport is, you know, predetermined and these championship belts are, yes, they're, they're, they're like, I like, 
they're props, right? They're props. But yes, holding a main title for your company shows that they believe in you. And mm-hmm. I want that belief in all these guys. And that's what it's about. Like, does the company believe enough in you to push you to give you more TV time? And these guys that we're mentioning, they, they're respected, but they're not really getting the push they deserve. And I like that about this list. It's not about championships. It's about opportunity. Yep, exactly. In the future. So that was our top five list of guys that we want to push now, like right now, like today. Um, I don't have a list for next week, Chris. I'll think of it on the drive home. I'm driving home tonight or midnight or sometime. I don't even fucking know. Yep. So well, then you probably need to uh, get some rest then. Yes, that's what I'm I'm about to actually go to the bar and watch um, for like an hour, and then I'm going to come home and go to sleep. And then I'm going to drive back to Tampa. So wish me luck. Yes, good luck. Stay safe. Stay focused. That can be a long, boring drive, especially at that time of night. Yeah, good thing I'll be listening to Bully Ray and Busted Open Radio, that fucking idiot. You know, Chris, I don't, I don't want to get on it now, but I never listened to Busted Open Radio until about a week ago. And mm-hmm. Gosh, Bully Ray's the biggest idiot I've ever heard. The biggest. What a fucking idiot. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could, from the couple of takes I've seen online, it, it sure seems that way. Imagine what, you, what doesn't get clipped. Like he says everything he says. Everything, every time he opens his mouth, he's a big, blithering idiot. He's a, he's a moron. <laughs> that was our show um, Hope you liked it I'm glad it, and I'm sorry it ended that way um, We'll be back next week With our top five I don't know yet Because I'm making it up On the way home And then we'll let you know Yep Sounds good See you later Chris Alright See you man Bye, Bye.
leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.